Hello, everybody, and welcome to a possibly not so special episode of the For the Morning <laughs> Podcast. I'm Christopher Schnazy. I'm Carson Patrick. And basically, to break this down, uh, you know, two episodes ago, or one episode ago, yeah, one episode ago, referenced the fact that we might have a Maleficent review. Um, Carson had not seen it yet. I had. I was less than thrilled with this film and kind of just super annoyed with it. Um, Carson still wanted to talk about it, though. So, I felt like we owed it to ourselves. Yeah, we owed it to, to somebody. at least discuss it in some small capacity. Yeah. So basically, long story short, normally we'd be talking about the latest releases coming out in a theater near you, as we tend to do. But this time, we're just going to talk about Maleficent because it's making a lot of money. It's people making a lot of money. Yes. People seem to be enjoying it. I guess. I actively detest the film, and uh, I wanted to. You know, this is like a mini, so it doesn't count. It's not numbered. It's not a real review. We are just going to be briefly talking about the film. Um, Carson, give us your quick little spiel on what you thought about this movie. Uh, well, I also actively dislike this movie. Um, I would definitely give it a must avoid. I, I might even go as far as saying it's a must avoid. Like, I, I might have to create a new category to, uh, you know, delineate how awful it is. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, it's it's not a good movie. Like, um, we were kind of joking, thinking like before it came out, you know, we we're like, well, it can't be as worse than uh, than Oz Huntsman. or or Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah, um, I, I think it's uh, I, I think it's somewhere in between. Like, I I don't think it. I think they're all equally boring and terrible. But um, well, I, I think I think I text. It was either you or Stephen that I text, and I said that uh, it makes the Huntsman look like uh, Shawshank Redemption. Oh so. yes, for sure. Because <laughs> at least the Huntsman had uh, actual uh, sets and locations Story and events <laughs> and characters and yes, uh, yeah. It, it at least had some things going for it, even though it was very boring. But uh, and and I, I do think the only reason it's better than Oz is because it's shorter. But uh, that's about it. Uh, but yeah, like I, I feel like that the the whole movie was just like a giant middle finger to anyone who enjoyed, uh, I, which is a lot of people. I mean, it's a beloved animated classic, but to anyone who loves Sleeping Beauty, um, the original Disney Sleeping Beauty, I just think it puts like a giant middle finger up to it and says like, you know, f this movie, like it sucks because they basically retcon. <laughs> the uh, the initial you know myth or legend story whatever of Sleeping Beauty, um, and and just like kind of tarnish it. Like I, I was very surprised that this being a Disney property that they just decided to pretty much trash um, the original Sleeping Beauty in well, favor let, let, of this story that is completely. Uh, devoid of everything that sleeping beauty had well let, let, let me jump in real fast because i don't care about that like the last time i saw the disney sleeping beauty well i was so young that like i remember only like the three things you have to know about her that like she pricks her finger falls asleep and that she gets yeah. kissed and wakes up like that's 
I do not care about the story. Why I was mildly, uh, not, not even excited, but why I was interested in seeing this at all is because Angelina Jolie is born to play this role. From the moment it was announced that she was cast as Maleficent, like, I was like, I'm in. This is great. Like, this yeah, is exactly what I want. Yeah, it's very good casting. Yeah, so, like, and from that standpoint, she was great in this film. Like, she yeah. it, she embodies this character so she's, well she's the best thing about it yeah like like she is she is like she, she's playing maleficent she is magnificent as this character like it, it's great like everything about it is awesome the problem is that there is no story you get a little bit of exposition at the beginning of this film which is like what you would get from like say a nursery rhyme like i don't think the 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 voiceover at the beginning actually rhymed um, but it had a cadence to it. It was very storybooky. It was like child's book. Like right. once was this very thing and this thing, and then there's some this stuff, and that's totally fine. And when it started, I was like, "Cool, we're in this like nursery rhyme feel. We're good, and you know everything's good." From that moment on, nothing happens until the climax of the film. There are a few short, great moments with you know Angelina Jolie like saying "little beastie" to the child, and her kind of like going from being "I detest this little child" to sort of "I." Feel Feel this maternal instinct tor- towards this child and that still once again those beats work for me but there is no story the entire middle hour of this film is three incompetent women trying to raise a child oh, and so just bad. fighting over baking cakes that they can't like it takes them like an hour to not bake a cake and nothing happens in this story at all like it's literally this film is so terrible. The only positive things are Angelina Jolie is magnificent in this role, and there's and a how badass she... scene that I, that I messaged Carson <laughs> where Charlotte Copley... Which is like five seconds long, but okay. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it, it, it will slow most, so it's like ten seconds long, but he basically... He walks through, like, so the entire scene is on fire. There's these row of guys holding these full-body, like, riot shields, and he comes out in super slow-mo, decked in this all-iron armor with the glow he looks of pretty flames baller. and all this, like, mirage kind of visual effects going on. And he just, like, slow-mo walks out like, yeah, that's right, I'm gonna fight you. <laughs> and then, like, that that ten, five, ten-second moment and any time when Angelina Jolie is doing anything is great about this film, and I love that. Uh, but the rest of this film is its not even a movie. It's not, there's nothing there. Uh... Yeah, well, I will definitely agree with that. I, I thought you were going to say the other magnificent thing was how Charlotte pronounced Maleficent. Yeah, Maleficent. 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 Get the gods and kill Maleficent. Yeah. And, um, you but, know what's dumb, too, is like, so so the, the, real, the real story here is this, like, sort of love story back in time of this child and this fairy. Um, you know, there, there's another thing they could have done. Charlotte could have gone like, hey, baby that I love, that's like super sweet. How about we just like cut off one of your horns and I <laughs> take that back to the king and say that I killed you. And then going forward, we just rule these two kingdoms in magical harmony and nothing wrong ever happens. Like, why couldn't they do that? I, I, yeah, but I think the whole point was to to try. It was like this weird like. There was like a very strong female empowerment mes- empowerment message, which I'm okay with, but it seemed like it was like very, like really driven home or the fact that like this man wronged her, you know, like it was like, okay, like well, the, I, I felt they're... like they made him extra stupid um, so she could be, you know, all vengeful against him. Well, yeah, I mean, he basically drugs her and then takes... <laughs> her most precious thing from her. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But I, you know what I mean. Like, it's not like 
how Emily Blunt is portrayed in Edge of Tomorrow, where it is like a female empowerment thing, but it's not like annoyingly like, this is a statement, you know, like yeah. like beating you over the head. Like, I feel like, uh, you know, that, that why couldn't he have had that idea of like trying to rule in harmony, but then he just has to be like a stupid idiot who decides, well, I'm just going to be, I'm a man, I'm power hungry. I'm just going to take your wings because you're a stupid woman. Like, that's how it felt to me. And the other thing that's really dumb, too, is like, I mean, we're, we're kind of talking about things without really trying to be too spoiler protective about it. But essentially, you could have kept the arc the same. Like, dude becomes king, breaks up their relationship, and then goes has a child with another woman. You don't have to have this betrayal aspect. All you have to do is have a young prince fall in love with a fairy the prince gets forcefully married off because of some like game of thronesy political bullshit and then he uh grows up and has a child with another woman and uh, but i guess that wouldn't be female empowerment that would be like jealous uh yeah that would just be jealousy but but either way you can do the same thing and have a real story there and, and and spend more time working on the relationship than like a little child meets a little girl and then uh they never talk for like you know 30 years and then she decides to go do all this like vengeful crap and it's like i don't know i just the film was a well it, waste it really it really did nothing to uh further the mythology of this story like because I, I, I mean the i guess the whole gist of of making a movie like maleficent is to be you know we're kind of it's like kind of a little bit of a prequel we're seeing things through the eyes of the villain um which is that other than Angelina Jolie playing the title role, like that is what intrigued me is that they are, they are, uh, you know, showing this story from the perspective of the villain, which is always more interesting to me. Yeah. Um, and, and what they should have done with Snow White and the Huntsman is focus more on Charlize Theron's villain character. Um, and they did it. And here, I don't think that it's even, it's not done well at all. Like they, she is the villain, but then they try to make her good, too. Like, they're like, oh, well, she was good, you know? And then and in the end, she, you know, she ends up being good. Like, they can't decide, they can't fully commit to making her a true villain, like, throughout the whole picture. Like, she has to be good still. And what, you know, going back to the whole kind of tarnishing the, the, uh, the legacy of the, the animated Sleeping Beauty. Like, I, you know, I've, I saw the movie as a kid. Like, I don't really have this great, fond attachment to it. Like, I think it's a good movie. But I feel like that that movie contained much more uh, whimsy and, and you know, a sense of uh, darkness and fun. Like, it, it had all the elements that this movie was trying to go for and lacking. Um, And I think that, yes, it is a classic Disney film. And I just was very surprised. You know, I wasn't like all offended. Like I wasn't all like, oh, they ruined it or something. I just was surprised from the point that like this remake, prequel, whatever is sanctioned by Disney. It wasn't like how Oz the Great and Powerful was a uh, Disney property, but the actual Wizard of Oz, you know, the original Wizard of Oz is a Warner Brothers property. But since that the the story of Wizard of Oz is uh, in public domain, like it's up for grabs. So it was just like Disney's take on the Wizard of Oz, you know. Yeah. So I, it, it made sense, you know, that okay, whatever. If they're doing any tarnishing of the legacy of Oz or, or what your viewpoints 
of the original Wizard of Oz were, it doesn't matter because it's not put out by the same studio. It's like a different studio doing it. So it's like, you can kind of forgive it. Yeah. Here, that's why I was surprised that like Disney was sanctioning this and it's like they're kind of tarnishing their own property. Like I, I just something rubbed me the wrong way about how they decided like, you know, and, and who cares? Spoilers at the end with the with the voiceover going like, you know, and that's how it happened because I'm Sleepy Beauty. Like I just like really like I just felt like someone just gave me the finger right there. Well I, I um for, first I don't care about any of that because I'm more than happy with them retconning stuff and just saying like in the past she was evil just because we're going to tell you the real story behind it. And also she wasn't really that evil. I'm fine with that. But either no, way, I, I'm fine with that too. But just to do it in such a lazy, uninteresting way, like they did with Maleficent, just, it feels like an extra, it feels like a slap in the face. Yeah. Well, to take this property and be like, and to do what, um, uh, I think Steven mentioned this in, uh, he was his complaints about oblivion. It being, you know, this big expensive production, and it was sort of just, you know, why waste all that money uh, and, and not have anything supporting it? I mean, Maleficent is a primo example because they spent so much money on this movie and it's all for nothing, really. Like, I, I it's, yeah, like, I, it's so empty that it, it, it feels like a complete waste, so. All right, well, we are over the time that uh, we allotted to do this mini episode, so why don't you just... Closing statement and verdict. Uh, well, obviously must avoid. And yeah, the CGI was all really terrible. So that was my <laughs> other my other point that I was going to say. All right. Well, uh, like I said, I didn't care about the whole ret- retcon aspect. I just think the film is devoid of anything. And uh, really, Disney, you're going to steal your Frozen ending again. Like you, you, <laughs> you do. Like, yeah. We, we, what we, the we, hell? We, cla- we clapped at you for doing it once. You know, <laughs> do it once. You know, praise for you. Do it twice. Shame on you. I, but I no, seriously, real quick though, didn't that whole like final battle, like with the dragon and stuff, didn't that feel like it was just added on at the last second? Like there was no weight or anything. It was all over so quickly. Like everything was resolved. And it was and, better than the the hour that preceded it. So it, it was, but it was still just like <laughs> so. Just like it seemed like an afterthought. It didn't even feel. I I don't know. It was like those fairies. It was like really. I, I think I think the middle was an afterthought. I thought they wanted the intro. They wanted that ending, and then everything else was just whatever. But either way, it's a must the whole, avoid. The whole movie is an afterthought. It, it's it's a must avoid. Nobody see it, and we are going to take off. So catch you guys in our review of edge of tomorrow which will appear in the feed after this so see you there